All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's time for the Wally Mathot Show. Now, here are your hosts, Brent Wallace and Mark Mathot. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Brent Wallace. He's 13-year NHL veteran and in drastic need of some right defenseman to play for the Ottawa Senators named Jacob Chikrin. Math, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Wally? I'm good, buddy. Uh, as <laughs> always, this show brought to you by the cool, refreshing tastes of Ridge Rock Beer. Go to ridgerockbrewco.com. .ca, uh, order online, use the Wham Show coupon code, 15% off. They give home delivery, and next week, uh, if he's still around, Calvin and Dehan and I, who's a part owner, uh, are going to go out and make some deliveries. Uh, someone's going to get a signed stick from Calvin uh, and some other prizes along the way of people that have ordered. So uh, do that. Try the Amber Ale or the Blonde. It is a great time in August to stock up uh, for the cottage. You should take a whole bunch to the cottage with you, Matt. I will. We haven't been up there, though, the last couple of weekends. It's been tough. I think I'm still at that stage with my kids, Wally, where it's more work than not yes. to take my two young children up. Like, I feel like that sweet spot's when your youngest is around five. Just that time where you don't have to watch them every single splitting second. That's exactly. And, and, yeah. and I mean, when I want to go fishing and stuff like that, it's just it's, you know, Dad, I want to go back. It's been like 20 minutes. You know? So, yes. um, but but yes. so, yeah, we're, we're mainly... Pee. Yeah, we've been staying here. Yeah, no, it's and the weather's been crappy lately. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, yeah. So anyway, Ridge Rock Bruco, uh, go online, fifteen percent off, fantastic. By the way, out in Carp, food's fantastic at the restaurant. Um, we're moving on. We're going to start with the World Juniors that got underway on Tuesday uh, in Edmonton. Uh, Meth, I don't know why. It's I, to be quite honest, I didn't know it was coming, and I don't care that it's here. Uh, it's what are your it, yeah it, it, go ahead 
No, no, I was just going to add to that. I was going to say, it's, it's funny you say that because I had legitimately no idea that it was hope that it was happening either until somebody posted. Um, I don't know if it was Scott Wheeler or one of the guys that I follow where they posted a screenshot of the, the empty building at Edmonton. Right. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Okay. You know, it was like the Slovaks and the Czech uh, and, and Czechia playing, I think yesterday or a couple of days ago. Um, and the building was empty, but that's like, you know, a Tuesday afternoon, they like got a weekday. And, you know, so I, I understand that they need to make it happen and they need to get the tournament out of the way, I guess. And that's sort of the way I'm approaching it. I'm not going to take it too seriously. I get it though. It looks at face value, like a bit of a disaster, but I don't think they really care about that right now. They just wanted to give the kids an opportunity to play. Well, they don't need an opportunity to play in August. Mason McTavish has nothing left to prove on the world. Oh, I agree stage. there. They played some games. Let's not forget the world juniors are going to take place again in December. It won't be the same group of players for most yeah. part because they're going to move on. This just doesn't make sense to me. This is strictly a money issue, and I don't see any other reason for it. You think it's okay. Well, I'm not going to go that deep because I don't even know what the logistics are and, and the finances involved and what, how much money hockey Canada is making. So I'm not, I can't even pretend like I understand that other than I'm just looking at it from an individual standpoint, like the players, it gives them a chance to finish off the tournament. Now for me, I'm, I mean, I don't know, I guess I never had a chance to play at the world juniors. So, you know, take this, the grain of salt. But I, I think for, for in my case, it was me. I'd rather be home in the summer working on my training and focusing on the last, you know, rather the last month of, of training in, uh, you know, in the off season, but playing in a tournament like that, Wally can give you an upper hand as far as getting your legs ready for training camp. So that it does give them a little bit of an advantage playing in these games, but like you, I mean, I'll, I'll finish my thought off with, I had no idea that the tournament was going on. I'm certainly not following it. Uh, I'm seeing tidbits online on Twitter, and that's about it. Okay, so a couple of points to your attendance issue. Uh, there was three games on Tuesday. Uh, the U.S.-Germany game was the only game they listed attendance for, 829. The other yeah. two, they did not put a number in. So I, yeah. And this is not a fault against Edmonton fans. This is on a Tuesday, sure, no. as you said, in August, uh, all that stuff. There's no need for this tournament. So, oh. We got to get the tournament in because they didn't, they had a problem and they had COVID shut it down. Guess what? All the other minor league teams, all those other people that didn't get to do their tournament over again, they don't get another shot. So yeah. do they really need another tournament? We've seen it. I've well, seen I'm, them play. <laughs> Wally, I'm just tired I'm, of, Oh my God, they're high end. So they got to have a world. Oh no, no, no. I'm with you. Like I agree. I was only trying to think it from that other vantage point as far as like, what's the reasoning behind money having it money. Yeah. Well then, then, then any point I make is irrelevant and we can move on. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I, I hate to be cynical, but that's all it is because yeah, there's no other purpose for it. We've all seen them play. Maybe they didn't play every game they needed so, to, but guess what? What about the kid who got injured and never played at world juniors that still got to go first round or still went. That doesn't matter. So is this a contractual thing then? Like maybe they had to fulfill the rest of the tournament in order to get that transaction through? Like it's, again, it's I have possible, no idea. But, but yeah. typical double IHF for the most part is like, well, we could probably make some more money that we need to make because we didn't Fair make enough. any in the winter and Fair let's enough. try and get more people to buy hockey tickets in August. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's going to be another tournament in four months. Yeah. That's yeah, around the corner. I know. I Wally, I'm with you. I totally agree. Yeah, I, I just, no, I like, again, I, yeah, yeah, I can tell you're aggravated. Take a deep <laughs> breath and let's move on to the next, next topic. Okay. 
Fine, fine. We're going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I will point out that if you want to bet on the World Juniors, you can go to sportsinteraction.com slash Wally Mathot and do that. Um, they have a 100% welcome bonus. They'll match your first deposit up to 500 bucks in sport bet credits uh, once you place qualifying sports bets, and those bets have been settled. Uh, obviously, terms and conditions apply. But uh, Sports Interaction, once again, they're ramping up, getting ready for the uh, upcoming hockey season. You can bet on them. But the CFL and baseball, all kinds of stuff. They have a cool thing with the Jays. If you bet on them hitting three home runs and they hit four, then you get 25% more or something to that effect. Uh, check out their website. They have some neat stuff. I do enjoy uh, checking the odds on sportsinteraction.com. Um, okay, I'm going to move on to the sense because I'm, I'm – well, should point out there are – if you're interested, there are six players at the World Juniors that are Sens draft picks. Uh, Ridley Gregg, Robbie Yovrenti, uh, Roby, I believe he's called. Uh, Tyler Clevin, Levi Marilainen, Zach Ostopchuk, and uh, Thomas Hamara. Uh, they've all seemed to be doing all right at the beginning. I like to see Tyler Clevin. I think he's going to be a menace in this tournament uh, as he tends to be on the ice. That's one of the players I'm interested in seeing. And Ridley Gregg, uh, another one of those uh, – what do you call them? Meat and potatoes type guys? Role players. Yeah, I, I think he'll play a big role if anybody wants to watch the World Juniors. He's not, uh, he's not a he's not a very big guy, though. I think it was Laleem's Martian that, that I follow. He posted his size. I think he's listed yeah. at like a buck 79 or something like that. So he's probably one of the smaller players as far as weight goes on that team. So but he plays with bite. He plays much larger than he is. So we'll see. The bite thing is interesting to me. And you, you talk about it. And I think of like Eric Carlson was drafted at, was it 165 or 160 somewhere in there? He's a two time Norris trophy winner. It just goes to right. show. Oh, it doesn't try to anything. say all this stuff at the draft of how all these players are projected. Well, and like, you don't know, you don't know because time to develop. I was just going to say, because I just ran, I just helped Octagon this week run a, a prospects camp out of Gadno at the, where the Olympics play, they bring in all the top prospects that are affiliated with octagon at the uh at this tournament or excuse me at this little camp right these are all guys that have been yeah. just drafted to the ohl or about to get drafted and um you know the biggest difference that i've noticed and it certainly applied to when i played too a lot of a lot of these high-end players the guys that are higher ranked they're just players that have not only are they good hockey players of course but maturity wise physically you know they've hit puberty sooner they're, they're, yep. they're more turning into men. And then you got the baby face kids that aren't really projected quite as high, but you know, like, like I was a six round draft pick. I was a very late bloomer. I was a very awkward, shy kid in my teens. There's something that happens once you get to like 17, 18, 19, those are very critical years for development. And you start to see a shift where a lot of those other kids start to pick it up a little bit more. And some, in many cases, surpass those other players because they've had to work their tails off to get to that point. And those are just good habits that are created. So I agree, Wally, yeah. you can only put so much stock into watching these prospects because, you know, inevitably the other ones grow up as well and things change pretty quickly. And that's what I said. Like my kid who's going through this kind of now who's 15 play is uh, like a buck, buck 30. Yeah. Um, on a, he's on the ice with 15 year olds who are weighing in close to 200 pounds. I know, I know, like, I know. The discrepancy I, I get it. is wild. So we had to do a, when I was in London, my first camp there, uh, right after I was drafted, we had to go in there and do like a fitness test, you know, and, and I'm like, Oh God, here we go. We're going to do a little fitness test. And we had to do bench press and it was one plate aside. So 135 pounds. I think I did one rep. Uh, maybe if that I was, you know, noodle arms and, and tall and skinny and awkward and covered in acne. Like I wasn't ready for this. And then 
by the age of 19, my last year OHL, I was the strongest guy on the team and one of the strongest in the league. It just, that might, my point is there's so much that can change in those couple of years. Again, can't stress this enough, especially for kids. Don't stop working because all those kids that are projected ahead of you, it doesn't mean everything. You're going to be okay. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We'll move on. Yeah. The next topic brought to you by BEI Bunisher Excavating Inc. All your aggregate and landscape needs call 613-432-1120. By the way, they are hiring. Visit BunisherExcavating.com. And reminder to slow down in construction zones on the highways. Uh, Meth, speaking of construction, they have rebuilt, it looks like, the Atlantic Division, even the East for that matter. Yeah. Um, and one of the topics we're going to discuss today with our guest, Thomas Shabbat, is how much they've changed it seems like everybody's gotten better and geared up right so all of a sudden now boston was looking like they were maybe possibly for the taking oh patrice bergeron and david kreitchi are back yeah it's like not to mention florida added matthew kachuk and toronto is already a pretty good hockey team if i think correctly here tampa yeah they're pretty good too yeah how does ottawa manage to slide in here with it seems like bumping these teams out it's funny you mentioned that. So going into the off season, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah. going into the off season, we're like, boy, like who are they bumping? You know, your top eight in the Eastern conference, all hundred point teams. Wally, I think Florida, I think Florida will regress. I think the Panthers are going to struggle. Now I don't know, not by the sense that they'll be at the bottom of the basement, but I think they're going to be battling. Yeah. I think yeah. they're going to be battling with Boston, Ottawa and Detroit for that last spot. I think Detroit's a sleeper for sure, but you look at, you look at Florida. I mean, Colin white, you know, I love whitey Colin white's on your second line. Now, like they're thin up front. Yeah. You lose, you lose Huberto. You've got, um, Kachuk, Barkov and Reinhardt on your top line, probably. Then you got Verhage, Bennett and whitey. After that, it's very thin. And their decor is very thin. In my opinion, I don't think it's a great decor. It looks okay. They lose Uyghur, right? Exactly. So I think you're going to see a drop out of them. I think there's an opportunity here. I think you're going to have a dog fight between, you know, you know, like, 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 like Toronto and Tampa, they're going to be up there. You know, they've got experience barring injuries. Of course. Yeah. I think they're solidifying those top two spots for the most part. You could maybe interchange a team here and there, but I think you're going to be looking at those, those teams that I had mentioned, you've got Boston, Ottawa, Detroit, you know, like with Boston, yeah, okay, sure. Like they're a little older, you know. Ber Bergeron's a little older, and Krejci, that's great. He's coming back after a year overseas. I still think you can't write that team off. I still think, you know, with Marchand, yeah. Bergeron, Krejci, you've got the 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 three, you know, big dogs that are back there as well. So I I, I just it's going to be a dogfight, but I do think Ottawa more so now than they had maybe three or four months ago. More so now. They've got a legitimate opportunity here, Wally. Like you, you can't, you can't deny them that. It just depends on their start. Yeah. I, I, now, don't forget, outside of the d division in Carolina, they lose Max Pacioretty for six months now with a torn Achilles tendon. Uh, it looks like the Islanders are going to make some moves. First of all, Kadri yeah. coming in. Well, Metro, I don't know what the, I don't know what the Islanders are. I can't. The Metro. Out yeah, I'm with you there, Wally. You're right. The, the the Islanders are that team, right? Like, like they just kind of waver every year. Like, are they going to yeah. be really hot? Are they going to dip a little bit? Um, now they ran into a whirlwind of trouble over COVID, right? Like they had some yep. issues with COVID yep. they've had. And then, and then Connors Lee was that, out for a long yeah, time. Yeah, they had, and they had legitimate injuries sprinkled in with the COVID. So 
I mean, that team healthy, they could be legitimate. They really could be. But the Metro to me, when I look at the Atlantic, it's pretty clear for the most part. And then some teams are battling for that last spot. Then I look at the Metro division. It's just like a, like a, you know, like a, like a goulash of, of like pretty good teams that are all going to be fighting. Is that the right term? I don't know. It doesn't matter. So mishmash, a a mishmash. And then you look at the Western (laughs) conference. Like when I was playing the West was significantly stronger every year point-wise. You know, always had really good teams. Now, I mean, to me, it's one of the worst divisions, right? Like, like or you got, um, you know, Vancouver, San Jose, Anaheim, Seattle, they're all going to be at the bottom of the barrel probably again. San Jose is tough to call because they do have some legitimate veterans yeah. that have been underperforming. But, I mean, you know, Edmonton, Calgary, LA, are those those are your three favorites there. I, I, I still like... I still like the East. I still do. I still think the East, it's the East, it's the East. Uh, it's up to them to lose the cup, right? Like I think for them, they're very deep over there. It'll be a cool, it'll be a really interesting thing to see play out. But as of right now, where we stand, I think Ottawa has a legitimate chance uh, to at least sneak into that back door. Uh, you mentioned San Jose. And the only reason I'm going to bring this up, I saw Eric Carlson skating the other day. So like Nick yeah. Paul, Uyghur, uh not CC. I know Mark Stone was working out off ice, uh, but Eric Carlson was on the ice. He looks uh, like he looks fit. He looks thin. He looks quick. Good. He looks I, he looks ready to go. I I think you see a bounce back year from Eric Carlson. I hope so. I hope so. And I I was talking to him. Mind you, when we ever speak, it's never about hockey. But yeah. I had a good conversation with him the other day. He's back from Sweden. He's in Ottawa, obviously, as you just mentioned. And and I think. I think his mind's in a good spot, um, you know, and I think a couple of years of adversity, like last year, there were some glimpses there where he was playing some pretty good yep. hockey. You know, it's not just individual, it's a team sport. And and when, you know, your surroundings aren't keeping up and or there's injuries and, and, and maybe not a lot of cohesiveness on the back end, it can be difficult and you're interchanging with partners. So with you, Ollie, I agree. I hope Eric does have another breakout year because he deserves it. And I mean, he's a generational player. He has that ability yeah. to take over a game. So, you know, for him, it's his health. You know, is he feeling good? Is he in good shape? Is he, you know, healthy as far as his leg goes, his Achilles goes? We'll find out. It'll be interesting to watch, but we'll switch from one defenseman to another. And that's our guest in today's show for episode number 72. We bring on number 72. That is Thomas Shabbat. You're watching the Wally Mathot Show brought to you by Ridge Rock Brewery. It's our pleasure once again to welcome the longest serving senator of the Ottawa Senators to the show. Thomas Shabbat, how are you in this fine summer day? I'm good. I'm good, boys. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Although we're a little cranky about why there's World Juniors in August, but we're going to move on. Yeah. Um, how, like, what have you been up to? I see you, uh, let's see, you're at Chris Tierney's wedding. You're doing lots of stuff. You're in a, you have your golf tournament. Like, how's your summer been? It's been good. It's been, it's always busy. I mean, everybody kind of knows every time we go back home, we got something planned almost every weekend, but uh, this summer's kind of been a little bit different. I kind of took more time just, uh, just for myself. I think it sounds kind of classic, but I think that's something I wanted to do this summer and really worry about what I wanted to do this summer. What like get some rest also doing my stuff that I do in the gym and off the ice on the ice, everything. But um the summer's been good it's flying by it's already august i think we're we're seeing training camp coming uh 
uh, soon, which is exciting. But I mean, at the same time, it's, it's, it's fun being the summer, seeing all your family, your friends again. It's, it's, it's fun to spend some time with them. Shabby, what have you changed? Um, some people find this interesting. At least I do. What have you changed fitness wise in the summers for as far as your approach goes? And have you changed anything dieting wise? What's, what's different? You know what? It's always been, uh, on, on gaining, uh, muscle weight kind of thing for me, obviously I'm, uh, cardio is pretty good and everything like that. But I mean, it's, it's, it's something I kind of always wanted to do. I've always been kind of, uh, um, overactive kind of guy, which, which by that, I mean, like I, I would be done working out. Then I go play tennis. I would always want to do something. I always have the worry of, of not being ready and not being in shape for, for training camp. And that's something that I really kind of took a, a step back on it this summer and just really going to the gym every day and, 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 in the afternoon kind of doing something different and just relaxing and, and getting some rest, uh, which I kind of really liked. I, I've been feeling good every day going to the, to the gym and on the ice. I've enjoyed every time. And um, you wouldn't know how that feels. Sometimes you kind of go on the ice in the summer and because you've done so much, you feel like, oh, I don't really feel like being on the ice today. And, and yep. this summer, it's, it hasn't really been the case. So I've uh, been happy with that. And that's kind of something you kind of learn as you get older and you play the more games. Yeah, that's that's so true. And 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 who do you guys? I'm assuming out there in Quebec City, you've got guys probably have a good skate going right in the summertime. Any significant guys that you're out there on the ice with? Yeah, we have uh, we have a bunch of guys. I think Bergeron's there. We have Plastic, uh, Philip Dano, David Savar. Uh, we have a good group. We're lucky enough. Like uh, like on Mondays, with the Monday skate is always a game, and we have the chance to have like good twenty plus players. We have oh, our wow. group. Our group that works out at the Université Laval in Quebec, and then the other group that's working out somewhere else, which is like Marcia So, Yanni Gore, and like all those guys. So uh, it's fun on Mondays. We get to be on the ice, and it's actually like high level, high pace of a game, and it's it's fun. Obviously, we're all competitive, and we kind of make games and then kind of kind of go around there. But uh, no, summer's been good. It's been awesome so far. Right on. So how much skating have you done? The only reason I ask that is when you're younger and you're trying to make it into the NHL or establish yourself, I've, guys are on the ice all the time in the summer. And then I start to hear about guys who now are established going, I need the break. And so you start to hear they don't ramp it up until August for the most part. I, have you made that kind of switch? Yeah, I've made that switch. I think you're right on it. I think uh, younger, trying to make the team, you're almost four all summer, four, uh, four days a week skating and you're, I uh, kind of want to just skate yep. all the time. And now it's been, uh, it's been better. I think I didn't skate till probably mid July and um, or early July, I should call it. And it's, uh, it's been more kind of with my skating coach, the guy I have here, I've been working with for years oh, nice. in, in Quebec city. It's, it's a lot more technique and, and specific in some ways, but um, obviously now August, now that training camp's coming around, I think the end of August is usually when we really pick it up. We skate a lot more because we know training camp's coming, which you're going to skate uh, for, for hours on the ice and, and kind of want to get ready. But right now it's kind of been just more uh, skill, a lot of uh, specific things that you want, that I want to work on. And, and it's been good so far. Are you guys still doing that skate test where you like, you, you know, it's the four corners and there, you do like five reps where you go up around the circle like you know you do like a little no bit we're done with that one. Oh, we're you don't do that one, one anymore <laughs> now we do uh now we do two mounds instead which is probably even worse it's you gotta go uh obviously all the lines and back just the, the classic test and you got oh. a minute and a half you gotta go under 48 seconds i think 47 yeah. seconds something like that 
And then you get, I think, a minute and a half or three minutes in between. I'm not sure what it is, but I think it's three minutes. And then you got to go again and just do it. And they kind of take your average of them both together. And that's just who's 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 winning that then? Is it Joseph? One of those guys for him? Well, Joe, Joseph hasn't done it yet, but um, I think that <laughs> the last few years it's it's uh, it's been Connor Brown. Connor Brown really? at it. Yeah. Really? I did not That's expect to really hear that good. name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. That's all I got. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been a few weeks since there's been any movement with the Ottawa Senators in a trade or whatever. Can you give uh, Pierre Dorian a shout? Maybe kind of stir things up. Yeah, I think he's done. He's done a good job so far this summer. Yes, he has. <laughs> uh, the month of uh, end of June and July was a lot of to, a lot of movement going on. But I think that was good. I think it's uh, it's fun. Obviously, I'm going into my sixth year and, and my first five years. Just for me as a player, you you want to make the playoffs. You want to be competitive. You want to win games. And um, to see those changes happening and bringing good players, guys that are going to make a big difference on our team, I think is. It was great to see. It was uh, it, it's very motivating for all of us. I think we we want to take the other step. Obviously, we know we still have some young guys, but at the end of the day, we want to be in the mix all year round. We don't want to be out of the playoffs again. We want to be um, at least the fifteen, the last fifteen games of the season, got to mean something to us. And uh, when you look back to the last two years, I think we've kind of lost our season in the month of November, which has been a month we really struggle. So. I'm bringing those pieces. I think it's, it's, it's older guys. It's guys that have been around like a guy like Drew that's been around for years yeah. um, with the leadership that he has coming in our group or um, I think it's going to make a big difference. going to help us a lot. And it's gotta, and it's gotta juice you guys up, right? Like if you're sitting there in the off season and you've had a few stagnant seasons where, you know, you haven't reached those expectations and all of a sudden Pierre goes out and just makes a ton of noise in free agency. Like you've got to be excited now for training camp. I'm assuming. Oh yeah. hundred percent. It's probably the most excited I've been all summer like working and skating and doing those things. It's, it's exciting. And everybody, like all the guys that I see all summer around from different teams, they keep telling us that we, Oh, like you guys have, are going to have a really good team next year and this and that. Nice. But I mean, there's still a lot of work to, to be done. Like it's not yep. easy. It's not because you just bring players that you're just somehow going to find your way in the playoffs. But I mean, at the end of the day, just adding those pieces were, definitely a lot better and I think it's it's something that obviously for us as players it's, it's great we're we're excited for that but I think also for just our fans the city of Ottawa I think the last five years been um pretty disappointing obviously we're not uh, not performing as well as we wanted we haven't made playoffs so I think everybody's kind of been excited seeing the senators making moves and making some noise yeah. in the media and seeing bringing guys and different uh, players uh, and big time players too, uh, which is awesome. I think everybody is excited for this season. Yeah. And I think, I think you just nailed it there at the end there where you mentioned the fans, like getting the fans interested so they can pack that building up right off the get go. Cause it just gives you guys so much energy. Right. So my question though, you mentioned a couple of players there. What about Sanderson? Have you spoken to him at all? And what are the expectations with him going into this season? And is he prepared to play, you know, potentially 20 minutes a night? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I, I've talked to him. Obviously, we always kind of stay in touch throughout the summer. But um, obviously, yeah, he is excited. He is excited. He's looking forward to it on, on starting the season. But I mean, um, what I think is good for him is, is obviously with older guys coming in and as all of our younger guys that have been around for a few years now, uh, we've kind of been through it. So I think he's going to be well supported. He's he, uh, If he needs help or whatever, we're going to be there for him. But I think I'm not 
not too worried about the guy. I think he's, I've seen him skate a few times and, and just the way that he skates, I don't think he's going to struggle a whole lot, but I mean, you, you know how that goes when it's your first year in the NHL. It's, it's not always easy. Like some of those guys, um, never played 82 games in a year and just the fact exactly. of playing most games, it's, it's very hard. It takes a lot, but, uh, but no, we'll be there for him. I think it's, it's, it, it's great. Like I said, it comes back to the guys that we brought, the guys that are already there. We have a big group of guys. We're there to help each other. Everybody wants to make a step ahead. And like you said, to, to have him to line up next year, I think it's going to help our, our back end a lot. Hmm. So I want you to tell me how the exit meeting went with Pierre Dorian, because it it's become that you and Brady stormed into the room, held him up into the corner with your hand around his throat and said, get me some new players. Is that basically how it went? That's exactly how. No. Um, no, it's been good. Like, like I've always said it. I think we've been fortunate enough to have a good uh, kind of like a relationship with Brady, Pierre. Anytime we need to talk, it's always the doors open. He listens to us. Anytime he needs to say something like we, we everybody's kind of getting along and it's uh we're fortunate for that. And, and, and when we went to the meeting, I think at the end of the year, it's kind of been the same message that I've said. It's, it's um, next year. It's my sixth year in the league. I like, we want to be in the playoffs. We want to be um, obviously it's hard. We're where our division's very strong. Everybody got better this summer as well. Like we added players, but other teams did too. Um, but I think at the end of the day, we want to give ourselves a good chance. And I think we, we kind of, uh, took a step towards that this summer and, and obviously there's a lot of work to be done but I think at the end of the day the message was just we and, and the message was the same for him I think we all want to take a step ahead we want to win games and we want to be competitive in this league we want we we have a lot of talent everybody talks about how our or younger guys are, are good and this and that but I think we we want to really do it next year and really uh really bring it so did he was did Pierre agree with you at the time? Did you get the sense that he was going to try and make this roster better with significant moves, or uh, did he just promise that? Yeah, I'll look into it. No, I think he he when we it was is like it sounds very like a, a formal like like almost like a business meeting, but it wasn't like it really is just like us having a conversation like we're having right now. That's 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 what it was. It was just. We were bringing what we were thinking about the season, what we were, uh, what we, where we wanted to go as a team, and and I think everybody was kind of on the same page. It was it was about bringing a, a better team next year and, and getting better. And obviously, we've seen last season guys like Tim Stutzel took a big step. Everybody keeps taking a step, um, and obviously, we we know we have the talent, but then to bring guys like that that can make a big difference. That's what's going to take us to the other uh, next level. And. That was really what it was. And it was a, it was a good conversation. Obviously we added a lot of players this summer. We're going to come to training camp with a better team than we finished last season, which is, which is awesome. That's, that's what we were talking about. I think everybody's very excited. Um, everybody's looking forward to the season. Like you said, and like for us as players, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, but uh, we also know now that uh, there's a lot of work ahead of us, but I think we're looking forward to it. Uh, time now for Pearls of Wisdom, brought to you by BEI, Bonisher Excavating Inc. for all your aggregate and landscape needs. Uh, here we go. 313 number of games played, making you the longest-serving Ottawa Senator. 25 career games played over 30 minutes. Uh, 188 career points. That's the fourth most by a D in Sense history. It also puts you 100 back, by the way, of Chris Phillips for third. 
Um, there's a long way to go. Uh, and five goals versus Toronto, the most against any one opponent. Of course, you also have 12 points against them. It's the most you have against any one opponent. Um, the being the longest serving senator, like you've seen a lot, you've gone through a lot. You talk about no playoffs. You've also seen the business side. You've signed the big deal, but you also seen your friends leave like Nick Paul uh, and also Colin White. Is it tough to see, especially Colin White? Cause you two had a pretty strong bond uh, seeing him have to move on. Yeah, it was sad. Um, obviously, you know, everybody knows it's a business. Everybody knows uh, not everyone's going to play the entire career with the same team. Uh, we're all aware of that. But obviously, Colin was a, a great friend of mine. And um, some things happened that it didn't end up working out as, as great as everybody wanted. But um, I think the thing for me that I was most excited is for him to, to find somewhere else that he can start. Yeah. Uh, being the player that he is, I've played a lot against him and, and on junior levels. I've played with him for years and um, I know what he's capable of. I know he's a talented guy. Obviously, he's a, an amazing person and what, probably one of the funniest, best teammates I've, I've had um, so far in hockey. And um, obviously now seeing him going to, to a new chapter, I think it's a good chance for him to start over again and just start doing his thing. I know he's He's a, he's a top-end player. He's a very talented player, and I think he's going to find his, his, his uh, swagger back, his confidence back, and I think yeah, I'm not worried about him. I think he's going to do very well. Agreed. How much money does Colin White put on the board to face the Ottawa Senators? I think a lot. I think a lot. He's got <laughs> to put a lot. He's, he's going to want to win that game, and knowing him and, and the way that he is, he's, he's going to put a good amount. For sure. Uh, it'd be good. I, I look forward to those kinds of games. Um, a couple other off topic questions before we come back to hockey. One is if you're going out, are flip flops or sandals appropriate footwear? Going out like for dinner? Uh, see, I don't, I'm going to say no. I just running, let's say running errands. Oh, 100%. That's all I wear all summer. See, with socks. Too. I think. I wear socks. Oh no, no, he can't put no, oh, he yeah. can't do the socks. Oh no. <laughs> you were doing so well until then. Um, do you have a favorite ice cream flavor? Um probably probably just vanilla. Kind of boring, but that's that's it. Yeah. See, I, I get I like vanilla too. I get labeled Me too. being an old man. Yeah. Oh Matt, you're a vanilla guy? Yeah, it's that's all I just gotta keep smartest it people simple. in the room. Just keep it simple. Exactly. Uh, it's, um, do you now watch dog movies? I know in the past you said you didn't like them because uh, you're a dog guy and they get emotional. Have you switched at all or do you prefer not to watch dog movies? No, I don't. I, I still don't. I, I don't watch, to be honest, a whole lot of movies, but um, I don't, man. They're, they're sad. They always, they, 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 <laughs> like, they, they always, they're always sad at some point. It's, it's just, true. Yeah. I do agree with you. Yeah. It's yeah. sad. Like when you have one and you just see the whole story going down and then he's laying beside you on the couch watching the movie too. It's just sad, but no, I haven't, I haven't switched that. I don't really watch dog movies. <laughs> well, riding in dogs with cars, riding in cars with dogs. Um, that one, uh, that one bothered me. I got hmm. a little choked up. Hmm. I bring my dog in the car. <laughs> no, the movie. Oh, the movie. Well, okay. I don't think anybody here knows that movie. I've never heard of it. Really? Yeah. Anyway, I'm the only one that's got. But you know what? The same thing applies. The same thing applies to kids. So before I had kids, you know, in movies when like a kid gets abducted or something, you obviously feel for it, but you don't really understand it. 
now that I have two young children and something happens to a kid in a movie, I just get like anxious and nervous. <laughs> and it makes me, it's the same thing. It's the same thing applies to the dog thing. Shabby, you'll see. You'll see what I'm talking about eventually. Yeah, when they have kids. But yeah, I kind of agree because like before when I did like growing up, we had we never really had a dog until like later yeah. on. And it wasn't like really bothering me or anything. And now that you have like, I guess it's just the feeling of having like something that's being yours like it's you know you obviously really love them and you take care yeah. of them probably even Family more remember. For, for kids obviously yeah. but it's uh yeah. no I, I i agree i can see that yeah uh some days i would take the dog over the kids um <laughs> you yeah meth I was just, before we get out of the goofy line of questioning, I wanted one more question. That's <laughs> sort of, it's a good segue question back into hockey. I wanted to ask Shabby this. Shabby, I don't know how much you've been paying attention to Sen's Twitter, but um, do you, do you, do you watch much baseball at all? Like, are Not you Not a whole of, lot, honestly. So have you had, have you heard or seen any of those clips of the Edwin Diaz, like the, the closer, the pitcher that comes in with all the trumpets? Like, you know, the, well, I saw that one coming in. Yeah. I saw just yeah. the one clip that he was coming out. Yeah. When he comes yeah. out. So, yeah. so the, the set, so a lot of people on, t a lot of people in sense Twitter were um, pushing for that song to be the new song for you guys. When you come out on the ice, this question is going to go nowhere. If you know what, so don't know what song I'm talking about. But no, I know what song you're talking about. You do. Yeah. Would you be willing to change the entrance song from the classic sense one to the new trumpet one? You know what? It's funny that you just said that. Cause literally just before the interview, I was talking about that. Uh, few of the boys and we we sent in that because somebody i guess somebody made that song and yes. clip on, on the yeah. internet and somebody i, I think it, it was jack richardson or and he was one jack. of those accounts yeah 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 well we saw the video and we were just talking about it how like cool the song sounded and they put it in the right? clip that you guys played against pittsburgh yeah that's Obviously, right like the building was packed so it was like all exciting it was uh, yeah i'd agree i'd do it for sure i think it'd be I'd great be yeah i'm with you yeah. yeah it's it's very uh it's very contentious because a lot of the old, you know, a lot of fans like they're like that old school sense song is nostalgic to them. Right. And even yeah. for me, but I feel like the new one, like that, that one trumpet song would be legit. Anyway, I just want yeah, to see what you cool. want to say. Different it. ways to start something new. Like if we, yeah, exactly. Like with the All team right. we have. Yeah. I, I like the clip, the clip that I saw with the song. I, I thought it sounds it good. Cool. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm glad. Really I'm glad good. you think yeah. that they'll, they'll yeah. be happy. Yeah. All right. We can, we'll edit out this question. If it doesn't work, which ones of those players are in favor of the song that you chatted with? You know, I was talking with Chucky Norris, Batherson and uh, Timmy. So. Oh. <laughs> all right. So well, we they, all they liked it. I don't want to throw yeah. the guys on the bus, but as I, we all said, we kind of no, no. liked that. So there's nothing wrong with that. We would always change stuff. Like, when, like yeah. even when I was in Columbus, like if there was like a song that was getting really old and we're like, okay, like eventually a couple of us would go up or at least go to the PR guy and say, listen, yeah. we need this to change. And they, they'll do it. Like if you guys go forward, they'll probably do it. Well, yeah, I can see it. Everybody like it. And it's, it's, it's a good song. And if we, we win games and the building is, is packed, I think it's, it's, it's always cool. Like every, exactly. everything starts somewhere. Like it's, it, that's the way I see it. It's yeah. obviously it could, it could be a different song with then. I guess if you start winning and you start, everybody's kind of skidding along with it. You, you just, yeah. I put it the same way as a winning song. Like every team that yes. has success and you have the winning song, now everybody likes the song, right? So Agreed. I got yeah. see it that way. Yeah, well said. When will you guys decide on a win song for this year? We always usually kind of decide right, right when the season kind of gets started as we get like, 
probably some years it's been like after like our first win after the home opener we're like oh what should we do and then somebody just yells out a song or even alex or equipment guy he's usually the guy banging the tunes as soon as we come in turns it on and then everything is just uh loud in there but uh we kind of just go off off our first win kind of thing we just everybody somebody says one song and then uh we kind of just go along with it for the rest how of the much year. How much emphasis, Wally, I apologize for this question. How much emphasis are you guys going to be putting now on those first couple games of the year? Like, you know, you've been struggling at the, your starts there for the most yeah. part over the, the past few seasons. I'm assuming it's code red, high alert. You got to win some fucking games now. So what changes do you guys have meetings? Like how much emphasis are you going to put on this to get everyone to get their shit together? You know what? I, I, I haven't been back in Ottawa, but just conversations we have with it's, I think everybody's aware of that. I think that's the biggest part. Like everybody's aware we've kind of struggled off the start and that's kind of when you, you can't really manage 20 games in to be 15 points behind yeah, everybody. So for sure, um, I think everybody's aware of it. And we, that's the biggest thing. I think training camp's going to be a lot focused on making sure we're ready to start right off the bat because we've seen it the last couple of years. So and now what was the issue? What was the issue before then? Like, was it was it D zone exactly? Was it like just get letting in soft goals, undisciplined? Like, was there one common denominator that stuck out to you guys? Well, honestly, it's like like just looking last year, like the month of November, we played half, if not fully, the month with five, six, seven guys out with COVID. Like, that's not good an point. Excuse, but also, no, it is. I don't yeah. know. We found we found ways to. I I I'd have to think bit harder about it but i think it's 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 been just the way we've been playing it's been a month that's kind of been struggling for us it's not necessarily um not really put the finger on the on the one thing right now i'd have to think right. about it but it's it's been it's been just a month that we kind of we we usually start the season like the month of october is usually decent and then we get into the stretch where we play and we kind of struggle and obviously the, the two years ago the covid year um we've played against and we didn't win one game against them. So like the different things happen over the season, but I think the biggest thing True. for us, is obviously it, it happened. It is what it is. But I think the biggest thing this year is really when we start the season, we got to be ready. We got to play some good hockey right off the start and, and just carry that on for the rest of the year. Yeah. Shabby. I think meth you, just scolded you. What's what? that? I think meth just scolded you. What do you mean? You guys what need to I be say? ready to play. Oh, no. Well, no, no, no. But like that, but that's been a common issue. Right. And so you have to figure out how to get get by that. But I think I think growth for you guys is another big one, too. Right. Like, yeah, like you've is. got some steady one, two punch and goal now. A little more consistency there. Your back end. I'm not going to get into it. I don't expect you to answer these questions. But I think I think overall, with the growth of the young players in your core, you're going to see a much different team this year. Yeah, because it's but it's it's true though. It's it's uh, it looking on our last two years. That's what it's been like. It's not. It's been it's it's been game one to twenty or one to twenty five. It hasn't really been game forty five to eighty two. Like we've that's had right. success there. We've been playing good hockey, being good team. I so agree. I think that's our biggest thing. And everybody, like you said, like we're all we all have a couple of years under our belt now, and we kind of just understand a bit more and and. Uh, you can't buy experience like you just can't do it like that's why you, that's right. it's great to have older guys that have been around because they know how the season goes and they know what it takes so just now for us as being younger and being five, four five six years in now I think it just helps yeah. our group maturing and, and getting older and getting smarter in some ways and um, 
but I think I think the biggest thing for me is is just talking with the guys that that been that's been there for the last couple seasons. It's it's we're all aware of it, which is the biggest mm-hmm. thing. Is is if if you don't know, then you're not gonna try and make it better, right? So like yep. now that everybody's aware of it, then everybody knows. So we we we're gonna be ready for the start. And and you said that too, like when we talk about a core, like when you're growing up playing with these guys for a couple seasons, your bonds just get stronger. All of a sudden, you're not just playing for yourselves. You're like you're really bought into the team, right? Like I feel like once you get to know some of the guys better and you're always spending all that time with each other over the course of two or three seasons, I feel like all of a sudden now you're really legitimately playing for each other. Yeah, it's not. It's now we're at the point like, like I said earlier, like just naming guys like uh, Timmy, Drake, uh, Chucky, Norris. Like now it's we're at the point that now we're, we're we're like we're more than friends. I think we're able to go to each other and just say whatever. And in the heat exactly. of the moment, it sounds bad sometimes, but we're all at that point. Like we've been playing together. We know what we're capable of. You know the guys' characters and everything. So which is great for a group. Like when you look back on, on teams that are having success, it's guys that have been playing together for six, seven, eight years, whatever it might be. So um, yeah. that's kind of the way I see it. And I, I think we're lucky enough that everybody gets along really well together. And that's kind of been always a, a thing in Ottawa is new guys coming in. They just see, even though we're not necessarily having the best success, we have a good group. Everybody that's yeah. come in, it feels like they've been there for two years and, that's the way we want to keep it. But obviously, like I said, in the last couple minutes in the interview, it's, it's, we want to take a step. We want to bring uh, this team to another level. We want to do it for, for us as players, for, for the city and for our fans. I think that's, that's the biggest thing. That's what everybody, when we, you talk to the boys on, on, in, in the room and everything, we want to do it for, for Ottawa. I think they've been three years that it's, it's not been easy and, um not none of us in the room likes going out there and losing games no. so uh we just want to take another step and and every like i said everybody's aware of that and everybody's ready for it very well said okay which one player do you argue with the most and why is it brady kachuk uh <laughs> you know what we kind of argue a lot we do a lot of arguing but i think the the one guy the one guy was whitey I would just go on. We could go on for hours, but um, I'd probably go. I'd probably go with Timmy. Timmy and I kind of we have that that relationship that he's just like it's 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 good stuff. It's I don't know how to explain it, but it's, we we argue on different things and uh, we're kind of similar guys in some ways. Like off the ice, we kind of enjoy doing the, the same kind of things. And um, but no, I think I'd say I'd say Timmy right now. Yeah. But but Whitey was probably the the guy before. So Claude Giroux is ten years older than most of the guys, at least the top six. Um, is he very active in a group chat? Yeah, he is. Actually, we created the the group chat a couple of weeks ago, and um, he was he was on there. Yeah, he was he was chatting a lot. Yeah. Well, he's a dad. He's a dad now, right? So, like, what else is he going to be doing during the day? He's on the couch. Not- he's on exactly. The couch, just, just exactly. No, it's uh, it's been good. Like, we create the chat. Everybody kind of been getting involved, but yeah, he has been talking a lot, and it's uh, good. It's good. Like I said, it's it's you 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 can't like it's a top end player that's been around for years. So he and he's been a, a captain obviously for multiple years. So it's it's been great and. Uh, looking forward to have him. I think it's exciting. Everybody was excited to have him. And it, and it takes more pressure off of you and, and, and Chucky, right? Like you guys are to me, at least the two 
leaders on the team. And I feel like having that older guy in there, like, you know, you don't always have to be the bad guy and go tell DJ, well, you know, guys are a little tired this morning. Maybe we dial it back. I feel like a guy like G can do that as well. Yeah. hundred percent. And like I said, it comes back to what I said earlier. It's he, like, he's got a, he's got a thousand games in the NHL. So you can't like, I, I can say something, but like, you can't, none of us in this, in, in the room can say the same thing that he can in some ways. Like he's seen a lot. He's, he's been through teams that he's went to the Stanley cup. He's, uh, he's been, he's been three years that it's been harder and he's, he's seen so many different guys over the years that you just like, it's, it's great to be around guys like that. You just get to learn a lot more. And obviously, uh, like you said, like, yes, Brady and I might be the leaders on the team, but at the end of the day, it's, it takes a lot more than just the one guy to come in. And Absolutely. You, you've seen three years. It's not just cause you're like, you're wearing the letter on your, on your Jersey that you're the one talking. There's a lot more that gets, yep. uh, that goes around in the room. And, and I think that's the biggest thing. Everybody has their own opinion on ways to do it. And obviously to have Drew back uh, with us next year, it's, uh, it's going to be great. Like you can't, you can't just buy guys like that. It just, just doesn't just happen. It's, it's, it's going to be fun for us. It's going to be good for a group. How active is Artem Zub in the group chat? Oh, Jesus. No, not a whole lot. No. no. <laughs> is he just an emoticon type guy? You know what? Actually, it's, it, the first year he was very, very quiet, and last year he kind of started, uh, kind of came out a little bit, and started making jokes. Obviously, his English is 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 not perfect, but he's got a lot better. So now, um, when he comes out, he chats a lot more with the guys, and it kind of just makes jokes around the locker room. So, uh, but no, in the group chat, he's not he's not very active. Did he? Did 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 Zoop stay here this summer? Like, is he still living here? Did he go back home? Yeah, no, he he stayed in Ottawa. Oh wow, so okay. So then Zaitsev too. Yeah, they yeah. stayed in Ottawa, work out there, and skate there all summer. Go right on. Cool. Um, Matthew Joseph signs a new deal. He's your longtime friend. I'm just curious of how excited you are to have him here long term, and is he going to get his own place and finally move out under your thumb here in your Ottawa residence? Well, I saw him last night, and I was I was hoping. Uh, to receive a check for, for rent maybe or something, <laughs> but, um, but no, I was, I was fired up. Like that guy is, is, is like, we've played in junior together and we're, we're, we're buddies. Like we're really good friends. And, um, obviously he's, he, 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 he had success in Tampa, but when you're playing on a team like that, you kind of just have to, to fit in and, and stay on the team. And it's been, it's not been the it's not always been easy for him and now to, to see him sign and have some security a little bit more and have a couple more years and he he was excited to be in Ottawa and that was that was the biggest thing he really enjoyed his time there and um, obviously I was very fired up for him uh, did you play in that Quebec City uh, charity tournament uh, was it last night or the night before yeah last hey, night yeah now was this you was this you in it right here by yeah. any chance so yeah. Somebody, you got called out already by a fan, and they're wondering why you're wearing Boston Bruins swag. Is that a Boston Bruins jersey? Yeah, I was wearing just uh, just because it's uh, it's it's the Bergeron Pro Am. I know, I'm so, just fucking yeah. with you. I know a lot. I, I was gonna take. I I had Savard that was beside me with a half jersey on. He was, he was gonna get. He was gonna take some heat for sure. We were talking about it. <laughs> so awesome. Um, did you talk to Patrice about like maybe you didn't need to come back this year? I know, right? And just it's just kicking around the guy. You can't can't stop playing hockey. 
but you know what? It's 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 uh, he, he seemed very excited. I saw him last night. I talked a little bit with him. He was very excited and uh, um, just coming back on the event last night. Like that was that was uh, that was awesome. They've been doing that for 14 years in Quebec City. There was about 10,000 people in the rink last night. Um, that was a great event. But obviously, he I know he's 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 done so much in the leagues. Had such a great career, and just to see him keep coming year after year I think it's very impressive and and for me like I've always said like even early on like I've seen him for years in the gym how he works and how he does his thing so it's it's pretty cool for me to see and and kind of what what he does on a daily basis and kind of learn from that uh but you don't need him to be in your division like you don't need him and David Kreitzer just to return like that's not I nice I know that's it's it's uh it's, it's going to be tough makes like, like I said earlier, it's, it's, yes, we did get better, but I think every other team on our division got better too. So it's going to be a battle, but it's obviously uh, right now, uh, during the season, I'm not going to be happy to see him on the ice, but now in the summer I was, I was happy for him. I think it's great to, to see him uh, back for another year. Uh, quickly, you were captain of the world championship team for team Canada. You lost in the final. I don't want to rehash the final if you don't want to, but I just want to know what that experience was like uh, for you to be the leader of that group. It was pretty cool. Um, I know it's obviously a, a, a tournament when uh, not every player is there. We're all aware of that, but just to have the chance to, to represent your country and wear the sea, it was, it was pretty special. Uh, I, I didn't expect it at all, to be honest with you. And I, I didn't know until the tournament started. So uh, but it was a cool experience. Like that tournament's always a blast. I think it's obviously our season's over. Uh, you get to meet different guys and it's a lot of, obviously it's overseas as well. So it's always in a different, different place, different atmosphere. And uh, no, Finland was awesome. It was a great event. Everybody welcomed us. And, and it, was, uh, it was a great city to be in. It was a great tournament to be a part of. And obviously being the captain was obviously a big bonus. I thought it was a, it was a great experience. I, I was very fortunate for that. I clearly lied when I said I wasn't going to rehash it. Was the call a penalty in overtime? Oh man! That, oh boy! That was <laughs> my own opinion. I couldn't believe. It. I have, I was fine. Like I said at the end of the game, um, obviously at the end of the game, you know how it goes down locker room. Everybody was like, "Yeah, that wasn't a call." Blah blah blah. Uh, all the, all this stuff. But um, I was fine with the ref calling me because my stick was there. But then. I was going on it, almost going on the breakaway after, and the guy grabbed my leg and he didn't call anything. Exactly. So I was like, if you're going to call me, I'm fine, call me, but then call the other guy at the same time. Yep. But I mean, it is what it is. Like, it's, it's been, it, it, it hurt a lot at the time, but looking back on it, it, obviously everybody has their own opinions. I didn't think it was a penalty personally, but um, just the experience overall was awesome. It's just, yeah just unfortunate the way it, it ends like that and you're the guy that it happens to but uh, i mean everybody it's it's it was still a great experience it was a good tournament and to lose an ot it's three on three and it um it is what it is it, it, it sucked at the time and it, it really really it didn't didn't enjoy that moment but i mean looking back on it i'm, I'm fortunate enough to, to to be there to to be the captain of the team it was it was a great experience yeah, I think it's super cool. And I, I, I mean, good for you. Despite the fact you guys didn't win the gold, to be in that final, to go through all that experience uh, and to be that leader, I, I think is huge for your growth. Um, I want to know, it's been a few years since you drew the logo of the Ottawa Senators uh, at oh, training geez. camp one year. 
I'm curious if you could draw it again now and how much of an improvement that would be. I think it'd be worse with the old logo now. Um, <laughs> well, are you guys tracing it? Like, do you have, do you have something right in front of you that you can copy off of? Or is it all like, they're just putting you in a dark room alone with this little piece of paper and crayon? No, you just come in there and just out of nowhere, they tell you to draw it. Draw it. Oh, it's boy. just a, are you allowed to pull your phone out and like, you know, like pull no. up a picture of it and well, uh, like they get, well, you're not supposed to, but then they give you like the, like the one of these, like quickly just look at it. Like, you know, got what it. I mean? and then yeah, you're like, yeah, let me try it. And then <laughs> talents are not there either. So that doesn't help. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Can you do it? I can try to. Okay. We're going to play some music underneath this while you quickly. Well, you want him, out. you want him to do it and, now. Yeah. And then we're going to compare it to the old one. Okay. Can I, can I take a look at the logo just for a second at least? Yes. Yes. I'll give you a second. So yeah, yeah. but for all we know, he'll have it up the whole time. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'll just no, keep I, it there. I trust you guys it. can't see it here. Can you? No, we can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. Are you cueing the music? We'll just pretend like it's queued up now. Yeah, Craig hates me right now for all this. Yeah, this is just more, more editing for Craig, poor guy. <laughs> What's the timer at here, Wally? What do you want me to give him? Another twenty I, I don't, seconds? It's the summer. I don't want to pressure him too much. I turn it off. I'm not looking. I'm trying. Oh god, that's not gonna be good. Okay, you got about 15 seconds to go. No, here. Let him, I'll let him finish. Okay, all right. I think I face is how's the face again? <laughs> you know what? Like, even for me, though, like that while he's still drawing, yeah, I'm looking like because the 2D logo, the new logo, the 2D one, it's far more simple, but you still have to like kind of get an idea on yeah. the face. Like, this is where you want to be playing for Tampa. Yeah, exactly. Easy. You just want to do a lightning bolt. <laughs> the easiest one. Yeah, even the, even the Habs, though, like the Habs jersey is easy too. Yeah, um, not, Maple Leafs. I'm not sure what happened with the face, but that's actually not not that bad. Can you guys see it? <laughs> oh my god! I mean, you know what it is at least, but that face, you that is you can't. The face, I can't. I couldn't remember how the face was, but the, the surround, like yeah. around it, is not bad. Yeah. That's like something my my son would draw, but you know what, Chad? Yeah. We'll still give you some points. You're gonna get good. paid I to think draw. It's better, so. it's better than last time, at least. Yeah, it is. It's better than last. <laughs> I, time. I give you I'm full marks. Better. Maybe yeah. in two years we can do it again and then just try it. Maybe in two years idea. better. I'll nail it at some point. <laughs> then hopefully it's just the O logo and you'll be all set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll we'll let you go, sir. Uh, but we appreciate you stopping by. And by the way, if you didn't know, this is episode number 72. So it's perfect. What a uh, time to have you on for this. Yeah. So we look forward to see you at training camp. And then we we can't wait to see how this season going. And I know you know all the excitement around the fans and whatnot. So uh, look forward to all this. Yeah. Thanks for having me, boys. That was awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Abby. Good summer. Thank you. Uh, thanks once again to Thomas Shabbat. Now, welcome back into our show. As always, our good friend, Craig, hey. uh, who I gave some extra work to. Sorry about that. Oh, um, that's okay. <laughs> one, one of the things we talked about in that interview was uh, Thomas Shabbat's played 313 games, which 
isn't a lot when you consider it in Ottawa and he's the longest serving Senator. Only 10 players on the current roster have played a hundred or more games for the Sens. Um, Shabbat, Kachuk, Zaitsev, Batherson, Stutzla, Zub, Brandstrom, Formanton, and Watson. Not a lot. Um, but I, one thing I think you see from Thomas Shabbat this year, and you can hear it in his voice, is he will be ready to play hockey. I don't oh, yeah. think there's any question. Yeah. No, I agree. And you could just tell that you could see the maturity. Like when, like people yes. don't know, like, like when I was playing with the Ottawa Senators, Shabby was around with the black aces at the time and he was up and down. Um, they, they, they brought him in for a little bit at the end of the season. And so he was around for the playoffs and everything. And I got to know him a little bit and he was so quiet, right? Like this unassuming, you know, French kid didn't speak great English at the time either. And he's come such a long way. I mean, look at him, look at the interview we just had with him and how, comfortable yeah. he was and you could just tell he's just so comfortable in his skin and he's confident so you're gonna have a great I, I mean I'm suspecting or rather expecting that he's gonna have a great season I just hope and obviously we didn't want to put him on the spot but I really do <laughs> hope they find a partner for him I know everyone knows that it's the elephant in the room and that's no yeah. slight at Pierre and and and, and management because they've had a fantastic offseason that's part of the game you got to be patient sometimes and um, I really do think though you're only as good as your partner, right? I mean, as far as like getting that support when you need it to allow you to play your game. So we'll see how that goes. It's funny. That was my takeaway from the interview too, was his, how much more comfortably is speaking, right? Like when he first started, like he barely spoke English, like he was, he could speak English, but he was not comfortable. So when we'd ask him a question, maybe you'd get like 10, 15 seconds back or a yes or no or whatever. But there he was given like two minute full answers. Well thought it like, it's crazy to see like just how how far along he's like, yeah, he's definitely become a lot more vocal. And it's funny week. because some some players don't necessarily transition that well, like from from French to English. Um, you know, like some guys, it, it can take years and even until retirement where they really never really committed to speaking the language much. Yeah. Right. Like they go to the rink, they struggle to get through some sentences and then they go back home and it's back to French. Right. Everything's French TV, music, friends, yeah. family. And then you could tell with Shabby, he's put in the effort. To, to transition yep. nicely and he's so fluent now so good for him the best part i enjoy is the personality side where you can get him to open up so i had sent him a text just to say hey can you have a piece of paper and a sharpie ready oh uh, i was wondering right? how he queued that up so quickly <laughs> well but i'm just like i don't want to embarrass him but he's all for he's like absolutely i'll make that happen like that's yeah. that's who he is you can't cool. get that from everybody Sidney crosby i don't think is going to come on and be prepared to draw something or I asked whatever, him to, right? Like, so, I don't mean so that negatively. I, I asked Sydney to sign me a stick, right? Like during the season yeah. and he signed a stick for me, like one of his game used one. And it said, Mark, all the best and signed Sydney. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was hoping he'd write yeah. something stupid about my right. finger or whatever. And yeah. I mean, just, just like all robotic. Right. Yeah. And, and I have nothing but respect for Sid. I'm just saying that's, that's that openness that you're getting from shabby now, which is nice to see yes. personality. Yeah, he, he was like, great for that. And, when he, right. Sorry, when it came to his content and stuff, like we could drop him in wherever. Like he was down to do whatever. That's why he was in all our our Christmas videos and everything else. Because like he was comfortable, like not always looking cool. Or it, yeah. it, like we'd have times where like the joke would be like sometimes he didn't get like you couldn't read the word in English or he confused it or whatever it was. And instead of like making a stink over it, like some guys might, like he just rolled with it. And it was yeah. well those are the guys, man. That, that they're gonna go. They're gonna go far. Right. If you yep. can kind of roll with the punches and stuff like that, it's a it's a big, big thing in the, the league. I, I don't know whether he wants to do it or not, but you can see broadcaster uh, in him post game, post career. Right. Like an analyst 
whether yeah. it's French or English for that matter, but I can see him sure. doing that for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, from a bunch of quasi broadcasters, um, we'll put an end to this show. Um, that's our show for this week. Um, thanks for watching the Wally Mathot show brought to you by Ridge Rock Brewery. We'll see you next time.